0: News. It's 11 o'clock, I'm Steve Dunthorne, The Top Stories. CY Learn says it's time for the authorities to get behind patriotic groups on campus and in the media. The administration says it's getting tough with bosses who flout workplace safety rules. And with the Covid caseload remaining steady, officials say they've reached a major inoculation milestone. The former chief executive, CY Leung, says the government needs to strengthen patriotic groups in the universities and the media. He said that despite the national security law and an improved electoral system, patriots can't assume that the job is done. During an online forum, Mr Leung said the groups are important to instill patriotism among young people. We have to build
1: up
2: the ideological and organising powers of patriotic groups. Those who govern have to break barriers with these groups, make them stronger. This includes the grooming of such groups in universities. In education, in media, we have to raise the ability of patriotic groups in these important aspects in society. Of course, we also need to form consensus and widely promote the one country, two systems principle.
0: The government says it's toughening penalties for employers who breach occupational safety laws. It's tabling a bill this week that would double the maximum fine. Here's Damon Pang.
1: Writing on his official blog, Labour Minister Law Chee Kuang said it's been more than two decades since the laws were last overhauled. He said the existing penalties don't offer a sufficient deterrent to prevent industrial accidents. He said over the past decade there were about 20 fatalities a year, adding that some employers were repeat offenders. Mr Law said that in cases of extreme violations, the government proposes to raise the maximum penalty to $10 million. But he said prosecutions would only be triggered when there had
0: been willful or reckless neglect leading to death or serious injury. The government says almost 90% of Hong Kongers have now been double-jabbed for the coronavirus. The announcement comes less than two weeks before it expands the scope of the vaccine pass. Tom McAlinden has more. Writing on his blog, Civil Service Minister Patrick Nip, who's in charge of
1: the vaccination drive, said more than half of the population have also received a booster. Mr Nip also said a scheme vaccinating people at their homes will enter its second phase this week. The government's been pushing for more people to get jabbed. From May the 31st, people over 12 will have to be triple jabbed to enter venues such as restaurants, supermarkets and shopping malls. This weekend, health officials also said that people making non-emergency visits to hospital authority facilities would have to use the vaccine pass from June 13th. They said the arrangements intended to protect users of the healthcare services and encourage more people to get jabbed.
0: Meanwhile, health officials reported 237 new COVID-19 cases. 25 were imported. Officials say they're investigating a case in which a man tested positive in the community 12 days after his arrival from Singapore. They say the 46-year-old has a relatively high viral load and they're checking whether he was infected here or overseas. Meanwhile, the Centre for Health Protection's Albert Au says officials are looking into whether an Omicron subvariant variant has spread at a McDonald's in shing A family of three contracted the virus after visiting the restaurant in City Plaza at the same time as a 64-year-old woman who had the variant. There was
2: an overlap of more than 10 minutes between their visits. At the moment, we cannot confirm if these three infections are linked to the 64-year-old woman.
0: Meanwhile, the upscale American Club at Two Exchange Square in Central is among 48 locations subject to testing notices. The offices of Talk Capital Management in the same building are also affected. And the financial secretary is calling on Hong Kong people to look past last week's gloomy unemployment numbers, saying the SAR's economy is actually on the open up Sean Kennedy has details.
2: In a blog post, Mr Chan acknowledged that the 5.4% jobless rate is the city's highest since the April to June period last year, with more than 200,000 people out of work. But he noted that unemployment is a lagging indicator and said the figures don't reflect the improvement in economic activity that he's recently noticed. Mr Chan said people who were too pessimistic risked missing out on potential opportunities generated by the improving economy. He predicted that the economy would recover gradually as long as the Covid situation stayed under control.
0: And the weather, mainly cloudy with a few showers, temperatures ranging between 24 and 28 degrees. Moderate to fresh easterly winds, they will be occasionally strong offshore at first. The outlook a few showers in the coming few days, temperature now 25 degrees, humidity 81%. You're listening to RTHK. the time is 5 minutes past 11. Australia's Labour Party is just a few seats shy of being able to form a majority government, with millions of postal votes still to be counted after yesterday's general election. Labour's leader, Anthony Albanese, will be sworn in as Prime Minister tomorrow. He will then fly to Tokyo to meet the leaders of the US, Japan and India, known as the Quad. Mr Albanese told reporters the summit would be a chance to show how his government will take a different approach
1: obviously the quad leaders meeting is an absolute priority for australia and it is it enables us to send a message to the world uh that there is a change of government uh there will be some changes in policy particularly with regard to climate change and our engagement uh, with the world uh, on those
2: issues
0: these people in sydney welcome the change i suppose my feeling is a bit
2: of elation i think morrison definitely needed to go and um, it's good to see Albanese in, the real change and a step forward for the environment.
1: I think there's been too many occasions when things have been swept under the carpet and the government hasn't made any steps forward on climate change and they haven't been really active in that regard.
2: It's been a while, it's been the same setup now for the last however long and I feel like maybe now's the time for us to do something different and if we can get action on climate change then that's going to be quite exciting.
0: Experts at the World Health Assembly are meeting in Geneva to discuss challenges including monkeypox, a rare viral infection that's beginning to spread worldwide. It's usually only found in parts of western Central Africa, but the disease has now been detected in more than a dozen countries elsewhere. Dr Charlotte Hammer, an infectious diseases specialist from Cambridge University, said monkeypox had been around for decades, but scientists are still unsure about the nature of the current outbreak.
2: Although it's being branded as a new virus, it's not a new virus. We've known it since the 1950s. But so far in Europe, we've only ever seen sort of sporadic travel-related cases. It's not going to kill us all, but it is an unprecedented outbreak. And we don't really know what is going on right now.
0: Women presenters on Afghanistan's leading television channels have appeared on air with their faces covered as demanded by the Taliban rulers. Today was the fresh deadline for the newscasters to wear a face covering to comply with the Islamist group's version of austere Islam. The news director of the Tolo News Channel said they had been forced by the Taliban to follow the order. Mayla, a doctor in Kabul who campaigns for women and girls' rights, says things can only get worse.
2: I've been following the televisions, the Afghan televisions, since two days after announcing this new strict rule uh, by the Taliban and uh, it's, it's really, uh, you know, it's very hard for us. As women, we had our freedom. We had the actual freedom of speech or freedom of uh, being w- women. And nowadays, it seems like a crime to be women, to be outside there showing your face or talking with your own voice.
0: To sport now and engulf, the Chilean Mito Pereira will take a three-shot lead into the final round of the second major of the year, the US PGA Championship. The BBC's Ian Carter reports from the Southern Hills Country Club in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's an extraordinary leaderboard with none of the top four players having
2: won on the PGA Tour and no major winner within six shots of the lead. It's a marvellous opportunity for Matt Fitzpatrick to secure his first major title. The 28-year-old Englishman, after a superb 67, will be in the final group at six under par, three shots behind Mito Pereira, the world number 100 playing only his second major. Of the season campaigners, Justin Thomas, Bubba Watson and Stuart Sink, are seven behind, sharing seventh place, while a frustrated Rory McIlroy is nine off the pace after a disappointing 74.
0: In the past few minutes, Max Verstappen has won the Formula One Spanish Grand Prix, taking the lead in the Drivers' Championship. Sergio Perez completed a 1-2 for Red Bull. Ferrari's Charles Leclerc, who started the day atop the rankings, had to retire. Meanwhile, the final round of English Premier League football fixtures has just kicked off, with the title, European places and relegation all still to be decided. I'll bring you more on that through the night. To end the news, the top stories once again. CY Leung says it's time for the authorities to get behind patriotic groups on campus and in the media. The administration says it's getting tough with bosses who flout workplace safety rules. And with the COVID caseload remaining steady, officials say that they've reached a major inoculation milestone. And that's the news from yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Ooh, yeah. RTHK.
0: The Diploma Yi Jin programme is now open for enrollment. It is comparable to level two standard in the Hong Kong Diploma of Secondary Education Examination in five subjects, including Chinese language and English language. The Diploma Yi Jin is also a Qualifications Framework level three program. It gives you a recognized qualification to further your studies or apply for a job. Visit yj.edu.hk for program details. I'm Dr. Patrick Yip. COVID-19 vaccination is the most effective way to prevent severe illness and death. More than 100 million children worldwide have received vaccination. We are working at full strength to have children aged 3 to 11 to get vaccinated. The two COVID-19 vaccines used in Hong Kong are safe and effective. No severe reaction has occurred after vaccination. Even among those with asthma, food or drug allergies, protect your children at now to arrange vaccination.
1: I am a primary student. I want to get vaccinated.
0: Live
1: across Hong Kong. This is Radio 3. And for the Montana crew Here you go, Jess. Little Toto, stay away right here on radio 3 and Sunday late.